there it is, big ride. Let's go to everybody. Welcome to episode 19 of Illegal Ham to the Face. Big Bry, we're at 19, one away from 20. Sweet, Bernie Kozar. All right, that a boy, I like it. Yeah, burn. Burn. We got uh, Big Bry here at the Fat Boy Studios. We also got my cousin Vinny here. Say what's up. Morning. There it is. All right, so today's show, we are going to get into the very first Browns game, which was a god-awful trade wreck, but we'll get into it. We also got to do our fantasy football uh, updates mm-hmm. because uh, Miss Lord is coming on to give me a whole bunch of crap because she beat the vampire. Really? Yeah. Was it close? It was close. It was 190. 190 and nobody going tonight? It's over? Well, she, I think she's got one more going oh, tonight. so it'll probably be 150 yeah, to 90. Yeah. That, <laughs> it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. I put up a valiant effort for a little bit. Plus, she had some good talent sitting on the back end. So. Well, Chris McCaffrey got 30-some by himself. Uh, so. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. It's like your whole backfield plus your quarterback. Well, that happens. <laughs> um, also, we're going to get into uh, it's fall because Labor Day has come and gone, correct? Mm, unfortunately. Yep. And with fall comes crockpot time. Joe Bear asked me what we like in the crockpot. Okay. And I love cooking a crock pot. Set it, forget it. Set mm-hmm. it, forget it. Right. Also, we're going to do our top three family meals. Okay. Meals that you did with your family growing up or meals that you like having with your family. So okay. we're going to do those at the end. But uh, right now we're going to do some shout outs. We've got to shout out the uh, boys from Cheap Seats Podcast. Mm-hmm. we got to shout out the Vampire League, the Illegal Ham to the Face Vampire League, because it's been fun so far. There's I'm been telling a you. A lot a of people. A lot of people talking. Talk, talk, talk. <laughs> a lot of high scores this week. I, well, yeah. Did you see Big Man score? Mm-hmm. That is unreal. Mm-hmm. But that's why he's the fantasy guru, right? Yeah, it worked out this Good. week. I I hear you. I hear you. Uh, is there anybody else we need? Oh, the boys from the CC. Sure. Okay. Is there anybody else we need to shout out this week, Brian? I don't have any shout outs, no. Okay. Vinny, you got any shout outs? Shout out to my mama for uh, an excellent uh, game day. Oh, the tailgate spread. food! Tailgate food, love it. Oh, he showed it. me the picture of it, Brian. Yeah. It was it was delicious. They He's had like rubbing a, it in. Now. Oh, it was. <laughs> hold on. We'll we'll get your reaction later when he'll show you the pictures. Okay. It, it was it was a nice spread. I'm not gonna lie. I believe it. There were some peach rolls in there, by the way. <laughs> Can't go wrong. I know. I know. Cannot go wrong. I know. So normally at this point in time, we do our trivia. So let me get our jingle queued up here mm-hmm. real quick. And all right, that's enough of that. Okay. That's enough of that. I can't do that anymore right now because I'm so pumped up. Now, I gave a trivia last week. Right? Yes, you did. And I am doubling back with a trivia. Okay. Okay. So, Big Bri. Yep. You ready? Mm-hmm. You positive? No, but you feel confident. It depends what you're asking me. If you're asking me LaMelo Ball trivia. No, no, no. We're not worried about that. We're not worried about the Cavs right now. The Browns are playing. Okay. Right? Yep. All right. So, our head coach, Kevin Stefanski. Mm-hmm. Has the number two worst loss as an opening day coach in Browns 
history since the expansion. Hmm. Can you name me number one and number three? <laughs> I think I have number one. Okay. Um, number three I'll have to think about. All right. So let's get this show started. Let me see if I can't get Lauren on the phone real quick for us. Sure. So let me pause this real quick and get Lauren on the phone. Yep. And back on the Fat Boy Hotline with us, we have Lauren. And Lauren got to play me this week, and I am the vampire, and she kicked my ass. Mm -hmm. Hello, and thank you for having me on. (laughs) Again. Love it. Here for your uh, uh, victory lap. Yeah, I could could do a victory lap. Yeah, why um, not? But... I still got some guys going, so see, I want to wait yeah. and see, see how if, bad it gets for Jerry. See if you can double his points. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it depends on how many laps I do. <laughs> right. Wow, here it comes. It gets... <laughs> you know, it's all right. You know, I got the bottom of the barrel by running back towards Achilles, the first freaking play. Yeah, yeah, that was tough yeah. luck. And I'm just sitting here um, watching it happen, but, you know, it's okay. You know, not all of us could draft Christian McCaffrey and just, you know, <laughs> but I'll take my lumps. I'll take my lumps. Yeah. I I talk shit to you lucky. for a week. I got lucky. I didn't realize I was uh, number one until we had logged in, and and there we were. You couldn't even snagging. you couldn't even click draft quick enough on your phone, could you? No, no, <laughs> it was already it was there. I'm like, <laughs> well, at least you showed up for the first round, unlike somebody else in this studio. Vin, not me. Yeah, there's Vin. But that's all right. He got Saquon Barkley out of it. <laughs> yeah, lucky. <laughs> so we're getting ready to get into the uh, Browns' first game, Lord. You, obviously, you watched what uh, Sunday was, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I watched a bunch of guys <laughs> run out on the field. Yeah. All right, so what are your thoughts about how they played? Because I'm pretty sure you're going to be in line with everybody else. That's, Try to uh, keep it PG as possible. I know it's kind of impossible. but Oh, it's not going to be PG when I take over <laughs> I don't later. think so. No. So you possible. can say whatever you want. Okay, I'll, I'll be nice, but but truthful. Uh, and it's funny because we mentioned before we popped on how, you know, I, I said I watched the game, but it's like you barely remember anything. And I only had one drink. I felt like I was drunk. Like I had like a hangover today. <laughs> And, you know, you try to remember what happened the day before. You're like, oh, what did I do? What did I say? Yeah. It's kind of like that. I'm like, I don't, I don't remember this game. Like, was it that bad? And I, and I watched it. Um, so that's embarrassing. That's a, uh, sure. that's a coping mechanism that all Browns fans have, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't remember much I mean, of the game. I know I watched it, but I can't recall a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know if, like, my eyes were just watching it, and then, like, internally, like, everything just shut down. I'm not sure what happened. Well, that's... I mean, the first, the first drive was good, right? Because I believe, you know, Chubb actually had, you know, a decent handoff, and he got some yardage there. Mm -hmm. That was, you know, we, we looked good for a minute. Right. Um, They were moving the ball decent until, uh, until the turnover, and after that, I mean, it just kind of took the wind out of our sails. Uh, you know what? There's not much else. And you hate to say that, right? Because you hope you're like, okay, that was a horrible situation. It's happened, you know, to us one too many times. But being, you know, grown men, professional athletes, 
you hate to think that that's going to take, you know, one little stupid play is going to take the wind out of your sail, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't does, know. If... But you, you got to bounce back. you got to come back, and you got to do better. And it was, it was almost like they uh, they panicked because they gave up that first touchdown, and then what? I think it was the second drive, they tried the fake punt on their own 30-yard line or something. Oh, so we'll get into that. That was that was like a Hail Mary move in the middle of the first quarter. And what are you doing? you got to play conservative. <laughs> Maybe you have to – he felt he had to be aggressive to keep up with them, but you can't just hand them the game in the first quarter. No, you're, you're right. I, I definitely like – I like the idea of – and you bring things out, that, you know, out like that in certain situations. It was definitely too early. Um, I, I missed the initial – like when it first happened, like I just saw like him running and I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And then it just, it just blew up like instantly. And I was like, oh, that's not good. The <laughs> Gillum definitely has like, he's got the body, he's got the legs, you know, if the dude, you know, if he had good blocking and maybe like, you know, we were, he was able to sneak on through. Like, I think, I think it could have worked. Mm-hmm. But he's just, you know, he's not a ball carrier. You know what I'm saying? He's <laughs> he's a putter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, he did play rugby, didn't he? Well, yeah, but see, the, the thing that cracks me up about it is I'm sitting there watching the game. I got my kids and my wife with me, and I'm watching the game. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting there going, oh, shit, he missed the block. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And then I wanted to yell certain words that I could not yell that would be repeated in my house. <laughs> and then as soon as I saw he missed the block, I'm like, well, this is going to be interesting. And yeah. that was uh, Sandejo, I think. It was Sandejo that missed the block. He had a bad game. Right. And the thing with trying the fake punt, it works against like teams that are bottom of the barrel or even middle middle of the league. But these elite teams, they're not falling for that peewee stuff. And well, so yeah, the fact on. that you try that so far in your own territory so early in the game, I don't know. I, I don't think that was a good call. Well, all right. What if he would have made it? Right. If he would have made it, we would have called Stefanski a genius because he's aggressive and he went for it on his own side. Yeah. Right. Right. Hindsight 2020. But I would have breathed a giant breath of relief there because I don't I don't know. You do have to stay aggressive, but at what price? You're you handed them one touchdown. You're basically handing them another touchdown and your defense hasn't had a whole lot of time to rest. So It's a giant gamble, and it didn't pay off. I don't know if you had to take that gamble, but he's the coach, and I'm not. (laughs) I can sit here and criticize him every day on Mondays afterwards. (laughs) That's a great thing about being a fan, ain't it, right? I guess so, yeah. So, Lauren, what did you think of uh, Baker's performance? Wasn't very impressive. We had talked, I think the last time I was on, and I think one of the one of the questions was, you know, like, what, what are we giving Baker? Like what time frame? you know, how much uh, leeway are we going to give him? You know, and after yesterday, cause I think I, I think I said like the whole season, I was like, he at least deserves like a season, you know, this, this next season and watching, you know, I'm just like, we talk about it again, where we're professionals, you know, we're grown ass men. I know it's like a whole new system, you know, new coaches, this and that. But you still need to be calm, you know, when you're a quarterback. You still need to, you know, you, be, you have to see the whole field. You, know, you need to know what's going on. And he just 
he like he panics all the time and he you know he pumps the ball so many times before you know it the other team's already you know on our receivers definitely not impressed I think this is stuff that he should already you know have addressed he should he should know what's going on and it, it should it shouldn't be as hard as it is um that being said it's like you only want to give him a couple like a I don't know. I hate to even say it, but at some point, you know, he's still you just remains... want to give him a couple games to see what happens. <laughs> game by right? game, like right, you know, Baltimore's good. They're good, but you you still need to make legit passes. Okay. Um, and even if you can't get to your receiver, that's a hundred yards down. Throw with the chub. There was I don't even know. Right. There was one play I think where Chubb just kind of ran out. You know, and he was maybe five yards in front of him, just hanging out by himself. And he never got, you know, he never got the ball. So what did Baker do? I think he throws it away. I'd mm-hmm. rather get four, five, six yards and then not get anything at all, right? Like, to be a good quarterback, you have to make, you know, the, the tiny run, you know? Yeah, you get, you got to take so, what's no, given to you. Right. Right, absolutely. If it's not there, you can't force it. You know, you, you make multiple, uh, you know, tiny shuttle passes or little passes here or whatever, you're going to get your first down. Great. That's another first down. Let's go again. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Ben's, you're taking time off the clock. You know, their defense is getting tired. Right. And then before you know it, you know, then we, we you know, we could sneak a couple long, you know, passes in or, or what, but it, I don't know. It looked bad. He looked forced. He looked rushed. When it works out, he's great. Right. Oh, when yeah. everything falls into place and the pressure isn't there and everyone's blocking and everyone's open and life is good, the pass gets there, our receivers catch the ball, and we're happy for about 30 seconds. Yeah, there was there was a guy in New England who kind of made a pretty good career off of dumping it down to his running backs and his slot receivers for five yards. So That turned out to be 15 after a certain right. time. Right, you get the ball in your playmaker's hands and let them do the work and – if you if you don't pick up a first down every single time you drop back, you're still advancing the ball five, six, seven yards to make it a more manageable second or third down. So that's what maybe Baker has to learn, and that's what a lot of Browns quarterbacks in the past haven't gotten through to them, that if you fall down, you don't have to start chucking it 20 yards down the field. Try to stay calm and just take what the defense gives you, like you said, and uh, hopefully that comes with experience. Maybe Stefanski can get through to him. But as for now, it's just growing pains. Mm. All right, Lauren, I got one more question before we hop you off of here. You ready for it? You ready? <laughs> Let's hear it. How you are a tailgater. How do you feel being the first Browns game and not even being able to tailgate for it? It's weird, actually. Somebody asked me that today at work, and to be honest, I did. It's almost like it was just one way or the other. I, I didn't like. I didn't miss it, but I did not miss it. I don't know if that makes sense. I, I think just because you know, with everything going on, and are we going to season? Are we not? I think I was already at that point where I wasn't going to go to games. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to be tailgating. You know, like there wasn't going to be big dramatic you know parties so I think I was already set 
you know, set into that, that mind, that right. mindset. Oh yeah. Um, we, we've been conditioned over the last six, seven months to avoid large crowds. So, <laughs> I mean, now that we're told we can't tailgate, it's like, okay, what else? You know, we avoid all the other parties. So what's one more thing? You watch right. the game on TV and enjoy it. I guess you're happy to have it. Now, now, Lori, did you have anybody over at the house to watch with you? We actually had, uh, yeah, we had a, our good friend. Uh, you know, if you know Rich and Chris, they're our, our good friends. Um, they uh, they came over. They brought some ribs and some burgers. And, oh, yeah, yeah. We just kind of watched the game and. So uh, I saw. <laughs> My husband. I saw Mac. I saw Mac was taking a nap during the game. Poor Mac. You know, I don't Mac know why I put the bug. Put him, you know, in front of the TV and made him and made him watch the game. Thank God <laughs> he's. Thank God he's only got one eye to see the game because it makes right. it that much easier to close when you have to. Yep, lucky. Right. Well, and the other one's glazed over, so it was just a. You know, basically he saw what we saw, right? It was just a blurry, goopy mess, you know, on the TV. So he was right there with us but yeah poor guy well Lauren thank you so much for coming on with us again Uh, I wish you the best seems how you're the first one to take out the vampire I wish you the best throughout the rest of this fantasy season and hopefully you get that bottle of whiskey at the end of it that's what I'm shooting for guys and by the way don't be afraid to talk crap to these guys because they love it except for big man Big man cries a little bit, but he'll be all right. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on with us, Lauren. You're welcome. Thanks again, guys. You have a good night. You You too. See ya. Take care. So that was uh, Lauren. And uh, we are so glad to have her part of the Fantasy League and have her part of this show when she comes on. And I greatly appreciate everything. Uh, We also got to shout out Mama Katina's again, too, because... uh, I yeah, yeah. Love did it. you go? I did not go because oh, okay. we had we we were hanging out with my cousin Vinny on Saturday. Oh, Vinny, come on, man. So we have not gone yet, but we will. Okay, okay. Cool. So we are doing good. So let's get into this game. You know, Lauren set it up right there, yeah. right at the beginning. You know, we, right, we look like dog shit. Mm-hmm. It it wasn't pretty, but and I tried to, I tried to set myself up for this you know two three weeks ago that it's just not going to be a good game and even last week i was saying it'd be nice if we covered the spread yeah and so that was me yeah kind of i picked him to win i know i I should have if they played the game a hundred times with the browns win once in those in those situations with no practice or no preseason five Okay. I'm going to say five out okay. of a hundred. Out of a hundred. But no reason why is things got to go perfect for him. Right. Right. And in all honesty, the, the Ravens kind of let up in the second half. Would they only score 14 points? They could have scored 50, 60 on us. Maybe. They could have. They we could have, but they didn't. Points. Right. And so it goes back to what we kind of have known all along, but don't want to believe that. With this lack of uh, a preseason and lack of time together, OTAs, all that kind of adds up. You know, we're installing an offense in the middle of August that we normally would have done in April or May. Yeah. And so 
those guys are just behind the eight ball, and we knew it would be tough, and especially playing one of the best teams in the league I, on I the road. You. I hear you. How are you, you. you going to do that? I, I mean, unless, like you said, everything goes perfect. Maybe they have a couple injuries. It, it The defense couldn't stop them, couldn't get them off the field on third down. Lamar Jackson made some pretty darn good throws. Yes, he did. He, there was one third down, third and seven, third and eight against – um, I think he completed a pass to Mark Andrews. Oh. It was right where it had to be, the only place it could be, and Andrews made a hell of a catch. And it's like, the, there's the, no defense for that. I don't care how good that he are. threw to, uh, what was it, uh, Brown? Brown? Malcolm Brown? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was perfect, right in the basket. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, and we see, the thing that aggravates me is we see Baker make these throws. Yeah, and just not enough. We, honestly, I think Baker's got happy feet right now. Yeah. I think Baker finally got hit and got hurt a little bit, and he's just got happy feet now. Like, he is afraid to do certain things. Now, his little pass to Joku, I mean, that's what we thought this offense was supposed to be, right? Yeah. That play action, let the tight ends go out, and now Joku's hurt, and he's out for at least three weeks. Yeah, he and surprisingly, he was one of the bright spots of the day. I know. I think and he had three catches for 50 yards. Um, three targets. Yeah. yeah. So let me, let me see here. Uh, keep going, Bry. Yeah, he did. He had three catches, fifty yards, one touchdown yeah. on three targets. Yeah, and you look at our receiving stats. Everyone's stats don't look that bad. Oh no, there's one that's glaring. Except bad. for Odell. Yeah, Jarvis caught five of six for sixty. Um, Hooper caught his two targets. Hold he on. didn't get targeted a whole that's, lot. I started that on our board. Yeah, we paid that man yeah. how much money? And they only threw to him twice. He is part of this offense. What the hell are they doing? Not throwing to your tight end. Yes, granted, Joku caught a couple balls. Yeah. But he is supposed to be the quarter piece of your offense. And what is he doing? It's almost like we regressed from last year. We all thought Freddie Kitchens is a problem. We can't look worse than that. He's just not a fit head coach. And we come out and do this. And we were worse than we were last year. Uh, Did we have any games last year where we only put up six points? I don't think so. We were the lowest scoring team in the NFL yesterday. And I understand there's a couple games tonight, but yeah, it, you're not winning anything getting one touchdown. And also, what happened to Chubb at the end of the game? So we touched on it very little bit last week to where to put Hunt in to take to where the Hunt we're going to be chasing points all game because they're they're a hell of an offense. Yes, they're going to put up a lot, so you're going to need that dual threat runner slash pass receiver. And it was more of a Hunt game than it was a Chubb game. If we kept it close, Chubb would have got more carries, more touches. But since we were getting blown out, Chubb's not going to get Especially in the second half. Yeah. Why after would you that touchdown, Chubb? that touchdown at the end of the first half was a backbreaker. All right. So let's go over the stats here on the offense. All right. You got Baker, 21 or 39, mm-hmm. 189 yards, one TD, one interception. As Vinny just dropped his phone, but it's okay. Yeah. We got uh, Kareem Hunt. 13 carries, 72 yards. It's not bad. Five, no. five and a half yards Hold average. On. Chubb. Tig carries, 60 yards. Six-yard average. So our our ball running was great. You just couldn't do it because you had to start chucking the ball around because mm-hmm. you were down by so much. So you had Juice, 5 for 61. Yeah. Odell, 3 for 22. Yeah. And then you had our star tight end that we signed in the offseason for 
at the time was the highest tight end ever paid, went two for 15. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to say it, and I don't want to say it. This BS with Odell has got to stop. What because, do you mean by that? Because he's got to turn it around, or we got to get rid of him. I think we got to get rid of him. After one game, you're ready to. Oh, it's not just one game. Okay. I mean, yeah, right. Last year, too. Okay. The only reason why is because they came out from that second half and they force fed Odell. He had 10 targets targets. and only three receptions. One of those incompletions was a third and two that could have turned around the game and it hit him in the hands. He could make every one handed catch that he wants to make. It hit him in both freaking hands and he dropped it 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 all it reminds me his game kind of right now almost reminds me of um you know like these instagram stars these people like these guys on instagram that'll do these crazy basketball dunks that's completely and it's like sweet oh that's a great trick but you can't play real basketball and so is that what he is now he's just kind of like like entertainment he's not a great football player and i wonder that because we saw what we saw last year and then we saw maybe his worst game yet with the browns yesterday i i I hear you but i want to throw something at you yep okay baker's rookie year Uh who was gm dorsey okay dorsey was his gm Mm -hmm. okay brought in odell yeah okay before Odell even came here, his rookie year, he was lighting everybody up. Mm-hmm. There was Higgins, Ratley, uh, Jarvis was his favorite target, mm-hmm. Njoku. Mm-hmm. You had him spreading the ball everywhere, and it is like they went in the locker room, and Odell goes, why am I even here? And the coach goes, well, we'll get you the ball. We'll get you the ball. Right. That's exactly what it seems like. Guess what? If that's how it's going to be, you're hampering the whole team because guess what, dude? It's not about you because he obviously has a connection with Juice. Yeah. Five of six. Yep. Boom. Njoku, he trusted to throw a jump ball to Njoku, and Njoku came down with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, he had a good game. The trust is not there with Odell. I know. And you know how bad that is? Because he is that I think if he gets going, he can change the game. But the thing is, it's been four years since he got going. He's such a momentum player to where if he doesn't get his targets, if he doesn't, if he's not putting up numbers, if he's not, you know, getting yards, he just kind of starts to sit and moan and and bitch and moan. Peace out, brother. And if he he starts out hot, then you know it's going to be a good game. But do you really want somebody on your team that's that moody? And that's kind of, obviously he's got some issues because NFL teams just don't trade star wide receivers. If you want Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, well, yeah, there it is. <laughs> I there, there's an it. issue there somewhere. But going back to DeAndre Hopkins and um, Devontae Adams, they each had like 14 or 15 receptions yesterday. So it, you can force feed a guy if he's a stud player and get him the ball, and he'll make plays, and you can ride that to a win. It's just the matter of, is Odell still elite? Is he still a star receiver? God, it hurts. It hurts. I know. Because you spent and so I, much to get him here. Right. You spent so much to get him here. And you asked you me. You spent a 15 pick yeah. to get him here. 17. 17. Um, and Sorry. 
You're draft right. nerd. Um, <laughs> we'll play that draft nerd game later. <laughs> um, but just the fact that, yeah, you, you talk about it. We gave up a lot for him and he just hasn't produced. And you, I don't want to, you ask me right now, we can't trade him based off one game. If you would, if I would have asked you three days ago, do you want to trade OBJ? You probably would have said no. Marlon Marlon Humphreys for some reason has his number. I don't know why. He's I, a great corner. Don't I'm get not, me wrong. You know what I think it is? Hmm. I think Odell is one of those cats that can talk the talk, but when the talk comes back to him, he can't show up. He right. can't take it. Right. And, that's and I I think that's exactly what it is. Is they were in his face chirping the entire time, mm-hmm. and he could not do anything. Granted, granted, if there was holding or anything else, guess what, dude? You got to go overcome that. Right. Okay. Right. Overcome it. Yeah. It's it's pretty clear to me that Jarvis is the alpha in the wide receiver room. Well, and, but I mean, he needs if you to look, get through to him somehow. It has nothing to do with that. Look at the rest of the wide receivers. Yeah. We had six targets to Jarvis. We had three to Njoku, ten to Odell, two to Hooper, three to Hodge, one to Higgins, which he caught, mm-hmm. six to Kareem Hunt, which he caught four. Nick Chubb had one pass for six. You're 10 times to Odell, and there's nobody even close to that. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of um, now that you're getting into fantasy football, you'll there's a lot of stat nerds out there, and they talk about one of the main reasons, um, like Julio Jones might not be considered a elite wide receiver is because he doesn't score touchdowns. For whatever reason, nobody can figure it out. You know why? Because they double team Julio Jones in the red zone. Oh yeah. And Matt Ryan chooses to go to somebody else who's wide open. That's why Hooper had such a big year last year. I, I get you. And but that's a quarterback's choice. Okay, you're gonna double my my stud receiver. I'm gonna find somebody else and torch you that so, way. And so, I'm fine with doing that time and time again. And it doesn't seem like Baker is. Like he can do it for a half to go to everyone else, but eventually whether it's Odell bitching about not getting his passes or it's just Baker knowing that he needs to feed him the ball to make him happy, you just have to be comfortable with it. And that, that'll open up the whole offense if you're just okay with Odell maybe having a couple down games. Maybe they start shifting coverage to Landry or to Austin Hooper or somebody like that. And then everything else will open up. Once the run game will open up. Odell will eventually get those slants that he's very good at, and hopefully this offense can take off after that. All right, so we're going to we're done with the offense. I can't even I can't even stomach off. Mm-hmm. Obviously, our kicker's gone now, so Thank, we got, thankfully we, we got Parky back. Yeah, <laughs> right. and, and I, I'm I'm very happy about that move because I thought they're just going to sit on their hands until Austin Steibert cost us a game. And it could have been this Thursday. It could be against the Washington team. But but he did really good last year, though. No, if you remember, he started out kind of rough. He started out rough, but he finished the year and great. so I, I kind of say it's easy to kick field goals for a 3-7 and seven football team when there's no pressure on you or, or 4-9 and nine team. Now, at the start of the season, when we're in a big game and we need you, do we do we need to call our kicking guru? Who's <laughs> you know who it is? Oh, <laughs> do we do we need to call? I him? don't think so. Okay. The Lions kicker with the mustache, yeah, Ray Finkel Jr. <laughs> no, 
But we had so we had Cody Parkey a couple years ago, and I think he did a decent job for us. He's obviously notorious for his kick against um, uh, who did it, the Bears playoff game? Yeah, his, his double doink. Yeah, the one where somebody said they were going to make like a forty-two yarder, and he never came up with it. Right, that but, guy. We're we're not naming names, but that guy. Yeah, but um, Cody Parkey's kind of a professional kicker, and I don't. I'm not convinced that Austin Seibert is. I think he's a very talented kicker. Okay. But does he have the stones to kick in the NFL with that kind of pressure? And I don't know. Don't be surprised. We saw the Browns cut Zane Gonzalez against um, after he blew those kicks against the Saints a couple years ago. Guess what? He went down to Arizona, and he's who, he's doing well with them. Who was the kicker that Jim Donovan had the famous phrase of, guess what? He missed it again. <laughs> I think it was Zane Gonzalez. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Remember, because he struggled so bad. I couldn't remember it who it was. Hughes' Hughes' final year, the first game against the Steelers. He missed that short kick. Why? That's why we got tied with them. And then the next week, he missed like one or two against the Saints, <laughs> and we lost against them. So, uh, uh, yeah. And then they cut him after that and brought in um, Joseph. So, one more thing before we get to our food topic, Brad. Yeah. Okay, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Where? No. I can't use the F word. Sure. But you do. Where the hell was our $100 million player? Yeah. Where know. was he? I don't know. He wasn't on the field. Where the fuck was he? He he made one play. He he got a tackle for loss, I think. He got a fumble recovery. He got a fumble recovery. Where other, was he? Other than that, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I know the Ravens do have a couple good tackles. Ronnie Stanley, oh, Orlando Brown Jr. I, I, I understand. They're good, but I un- when you're elite pass rusher, you should make up for that. Why was he, he moved from his one spot? Why did Joe Woods keep him in there? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. He didn't move yeah. into the middle at all. Mm-hmm. Now, Ogunjobi mm-hmm. started out great. Yeah. He had a good first half. Mm-hmm. I thought so. Mm-hmm. Um, my boy, Carl Joseph, had a couple couple good hits. Okay. Not great, but a couple Not good great, hits. yeah. I didn't hear anything about Denzel Ward. No. He I, he was on that catch that I referenced earlier about um with uh, – Andrews made that phenomenal catch. Denzel was blanketing him the whole time. It was just a great catch and a great throw. Well, that's because the tight end's about six inches taller than him. So with Garrett, so he had one tackle. Um, Vernon had two, I think. So to get that low production out of our two defensive ends, especially against a quarterback that runs around, now they did a decent job containing him because he only had how many rushing yards? I think they only had Who, Lamar. Yeah, he only had like seventy. I think they only had like a hundred and ten as a team or something like that. Yeah, so for for an offense, he, led, he that, led the team. An offense that was stud running the ball last year for yeah. us to that guess, was probably our guess, game plan. Guess to what? Contain that and make them throw. Guess what? We stopped a run. One time we stopped a run. Guess what happened? We got blown out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, so they they focused. They said, "Let's make him beat us with his arm," and he did because he's a great quarterback. And so, I guess to hold them to thirty eight points, that's about right. Even though we both agree they could have scored a lot more, but for us to only get six, that's where the the big problem lies. And they just took us out of our game. We probably wanted to run the ball and control the clock, and you turn it over your first possession, they get an easy touchdown. You try a fake punt your second possession. 
they get an easy touchdown, and it, after that, I, you're just chasing the whole I, game. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So, looking forward to next week. We play the Bengals here the in a Bengals. few days, right? Is, is that a must win? It has to be, because guess what? I'm not going to lie to you. If Joe Burrow comes out and shows up Baker Mayfield, yeah. it's going to be bad news for the Browns for the rest of the year. I agree. Because they have got to win this next game. Mm-hmm. Now, Washington, that was a little different story because Chase Young balled out. Did you hear? Well, don't just Buckeye Homer talk about he Chase He did. Young. Their whole defensive uh, front had uh, eight sacks. I, and Ryan he, Kerrigan had two. Chase Young had one and a half. Some other guy had one and a half. And if you look, if you stack it up, you, they have like five first-round picks I, on their defensive I, line. So I, that I, game's not going to be uh, easy. No, it's not. And it's not going to be easy for Baker. No. So Cincinnati is definitely a must-win. You have to. But one of the bright spots about yesterday's game was the offensive line didn't play bad. No. I think Baker dropped back like 40 times, and he only got hit maybe six. Well, there's a couple that were his own fault that he should. Yeah. Well, it was fourth down. He wasn't going to throw the ball away right. fourth and, down. And so they, the running backs averaged five and a half yards of carry. Baker only got hit a few times. And so it stinks for the offensive line because that's a tremendous defensive front with the Ravens. But for them to do their job as well as they did, I mean – Hats off to them because they did a tremendous job. So, so our producer Vin is showing us a sign right now. Yeah. So Joe Burrow let him down. He overthrew AJ Green by like two yards. Like I mean, it was wide open touchdown. I didn't see that. One. Oh, I so, saw the AJ Green one where they called it back. Yeah. Yeah. Like he over he overthrew a touchdown pass, but I mean okay. you're going to have that with a rookie, right? But the Cincinnati kicker had a chance to tie the game. Yeah. You know what he did? He Changed pulled. It. He pulled a fat boy. Shit, I pulled a hammy. Oh, my God, I pulled a hammy. How, how long was that? That was a 31-yarder? Yeah, it was a 31-yarder. He missed it by 10 yards to the right and then grabbed a hold of the back of his leg and started walking off because he knew he missed it. All right, now I got a question for you. Have you ever tried to kick a field goal? Yes. Have you? Yes. Have you? What's the longest field goal you've ever made? I have made a 32-yard field goal. Really? Yes, I have. Damn, you beat me. I made a 30-yarder. I yeah. was like one for ten. For no, 30. I towed it. Oh yeah, I oh, towed. I towed. I straight towed Lou, that thing. Lou the toe grows. I towed that me. thing like you wouldn't believe. It. Like yeah. I'm not soccer kicking this thing. <laughs> Ain't happening. I don't even know how to soccer kick a football. See, <laughs> I did a two step drop and then towed yard. it. Wow, towed Maybe it. They should sign you up. Well, I used to be flexible back in the day. Oh, okay, it's right. you know, like like not now, but I don't think be. you can tie your shoes now. I can tie my shoes if oh. I take a deep breath, dickhead. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you taught your dog how to tie your shoes. No, I taught my sons how to tie their shoes so they could tie my shoes. So I heard um, something that might be a little clever, and I don't think it would be that big of a deal, but we cut Cybert. What would happen if Cincinnati picks up Cybert? Oh, that'd be awesome. Wouldn't that be funny? That'd be hilarious. And then he misses kicks for them, and then he comes back to us. Now we're going down the wormhole. <laughs> we are going down the wormhole. We got off track It'll down the wormhole. It'll happen. So, yeah, it, <laughs> I don't. I don't need. I think if now we got to give predictions for this game at the end of the, at the, the end podcast. Of the show. But yeah. Um, yeah, right now I, I think it's going to be a sloppy, ugly game. But yeah. if you can find somehow to win it, hey, I'll take it. Okay. However you can do it, okay. Find a way to win, Browns. All right, so we're going to get into our food topic now, and I've been waiting on this because uh, Joe Bear brought this up to us. We're going to talk about crockpot foods because it's fall time, baby. Mm-hmm. And you know what goes great with fall? Crockpot.
hot foods. So we're going to get into our favorite crock pots. Okay. Like for me, you know, we always got we got the go to with the buffalo chicken. Yeah. Buffalo chicken goes great in a crock pot. Love it. Uh, we have the chili that cooks for like two days. That's how I do my chili. Really? I cook that shit for two days in a crock pot. I want it like black on top. <laughs> like I, I really do. I cook it down to where <laughs> all the flavors get into it. All right. We have, uh, let's see here, beef stew. I was going to say that, and it's kind of funny. My wife and I will argue. One time she cooked me like beef stew for five days straight, but she called it something different every single day. She's like, oh, what do we got for dinner tonight? Oh, we got, I made beef stew. Okay, great. Tuesday comes. I made a uh, uh, vegetable soup with beef. I'm like, that's the same thing as last night. And Are then you, there was another one, and I can't remember. Did she, she really toy with I, you like she that? She called it three different things, and she claims that they were all different. Because the consistency of the broth was a little different. And I go, this is soup, stew, whatever you want to call it. This is all the same thing. <laughs> wow. So you can see. Yeah. Well, it's not a good time in the so house. So what's one of your favorite crockpot things to do? Um, so there's other things that I like in crockpots. But what jumps out to me are things that you don't necessarily have to cook in a crockpot. You oh, know your I love. Balls. Oh, oh, oh God! Yeah. Your meatballs! Oh, I forgot meatballs. about your meatballs. So easy, and everyone loves them. And I'm like, I don't do a whole lot for them. Uh, my no. my wife hates that everyone loves them because she'll slave over like something to take to a party for a couple hours. Here I am. I rip open the bag fresh out of the freezer, pour it in, pour some barbecue sauce and some jelly on it, and then it's good to go. And people are like, Oh, these are fantastic. You got to make more of these. And meanwhile, hers has a couple scoops out of it. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm the cook of the, the family, I guess. <laughs> At least a crockpot cook. Oh, the, yeah. The meatballs. I forgot about those. Those oh are great. Oh, my God. I love your meatballs. Um, when did you? Oh, did it? When you, you came brought over? Me, no, okay. no, no. You brought me to work. Remember, oh, you right, made meatballs right, at work. Right, we right. made meatball subs. Right. Um, the other thing I was going to go to was. Uh, uh, Cheesy potatoes. Oh, God. Wait. Cheesy potatoes in a crock pot, or I usually cook it in an oven, but I've Boom. had it in a crock pot, and it's just as good almost. So do you do the cornflakes on top? Cornflakes and butter. Oh, God. That's, that's one of the best snacks, even. I'm cooking the cornflakes on top of the stove, and I'll just start eating them. It's cornflakes and butter. And I'm like, I swear I put a whole box in here, and now I'm down to like a couple ounces. Oh, got to go to the store again. <laughs> Honey, I got to go to the store about a cornflakes. <laughs> or... um. I have a friend that makes ribs in a crock pot. I, ha- I have to. And no, then no. just throw them on the grill yep. to char them up a little bit. Yep, it's not bad. I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. All That's right, pass, him, pass the mic over to Vinny. Let's see what – Vinny, let's get your crock pots. What do you like uh, in a crock pot? Uh, well, yeah, oh, man. My mom, mama, she she loves to make – it's a slow cooker ravel, ravioli lasagna. Ooh. It is fantastic. Fantastic. She gets like two or three of them going at a time sometimes. She's always got to feed like an army of like 50. So we always got plenty to take home and everything. But it is absolutely amazing. Is there anything else you like in a crock pot? Oh, she does everything in a crock pot. There's you know, mac and cheese in the crock oh, pot. Oh, I forgot about mac and cheese. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's amazing, too. Have you guys ever done a breakfast bake in a crock pot? I seen I seen it on so, I've seen it on Facebook where I they have not. Okay. I've seen it on Facebook to where 
uh, they put the hash browns underneath to start to cook. And mm-hmm. then you add in the eggs and everything on top. Oh, yeah. And you let it cook for like a few hours and it's ready to go. And you add the cheese on top and it's like a little cheesy egg hash brown mix. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. What you brought up earlier, uh, like a shredded chicken sandwich or a pulled pork sandwich. Oh God, yeah, I forgot about shredded chicken. Shredded uh, chicken. Yeah, you get the honey bun with the shredded chicken. There you go. Game over. Yep. I don't Game even know how to over. make it. I don't even know what's in it, but it's fantastic. Uh, it is canned shredded chicken. Yeah. Uh, cream of chicken. Okay. My aunt puts in cream of mushroom in hers also. Mm-hmm. And then you just come out. Cream and mushroom. Well, wow. you can't even taste the mushroom. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. It's not a texture thing anymore. Yep. Um, all right. So we are getting close to the end of the show. Sure. All right. So we got to give our predictions for Cleveland versus Cincinnati on Thursday night prime time. Yeah. All so right. to recap last week, Vin and I both won because we're great. You, damn, not good. What were you? I had. Did to you do really it. believe that? I no, but I had to try. <laughs> okay, all right. So, yep, we are both one and zero. You are zero and one. And do you have a prediction? Oh no, I am letting you go first. You want me to go? I'll let you okay. go first. I think it's. I think it's going to be a sloppy game. I think both teams only having a couple days off. I think the Browns still learning this system. Joe Burrow learning his system. You know, I think, uh, what, Cincinnati only put up 13 points yesterday, and the only touchdown they scored was on a Joe Burrow uh, QB draw. So it's going to be low scoring. That was 27 yards. Yeah, right. It's going to be low scoring. I'll say the Browns need to ride Rick Nick Chubb to a victory. I All mean, right. give him 25 touches and just – he should be fresh. He only touched the ball 11 times yesterday. And so give him the ball, wear him down, and let's take a victory. I'm going, oh, I'll go Cody Parkey makes a couple field goals, 20 to 17 Browns. Oh, oh, that that close. Yeah, 2017. They're a six-point six favorite. You're giving them that close? 2017 and – the Bengals might score a garbage okay. field goal or touchdown. Okay. All right, Vinny, what's your what's your prediction, bud? Uh, oddly enough, I actually was going to go with the Browns this game as well. It's it's still Ohio, Battle of Ohio and everything. I I like the Browns for this one. Um I thought we could have played a lot better against the Ravens, but I think we could have, we could play definitely better than, than Cincy. So, uh, as far as a score goes, you know, I'm, I, I'm going to stick with my, my 24, 21, even though, uh, I don't think, uh, they have much of a kicker there on, uh, on Cincy anymore. So let's, uh, let, let's go 24, 21 again. Browns. Browns. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, should we make it a trifecta? That would be nice. I think we should make it a trifecta, but it's hard. What's your score? You know something? Yeah, we're making a trifecta. Yeah. We're going to go Browns. Mm-hmm. 35. 
Whoa. The Cincinnati Bengals, 17. Five touchdowns, huh? Five touchdowns. And guess God what? God bless it. I'll, take I'll it. even take a side bet on Austin Hooper catching two of those. Two Austin Hooper touchdowns? What two do you wanna, Austin Hooper touchdowns. What do you want to wager? Let's see here. What? So this is Thursday, Friday. Are we going to work early on Friday? I don't know. If we get out of work early on Friday, uh, I'll I'll take care of your lunch. <laughs> okay, I got about five pizza places to take you to. No, 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 no. I choose lunch. Okay. All right. All right. Yep, lunch on Friday. You got it. All right. Well, let's get down to, let's see here. Oh, shit, I got a jingle that we haven't played for top three forever but we're not going to do it tonight because i don't feel like looking oh. for it so brian kept moving his Sorry. so what we're going to do tonight is off the crock pot meals mm-hmm. i want your top three family meals okay when you get together with your family whether it was growing up or now mm-hmm. what are your top three meals that you love to eat with your family who's kicking us off uh, I'll start. I'll start. start. I'll start. My number three is uh, I gotta go with my mama's lasagna. When mm-hmm. we have mama's lasagna, she makes three trays of it. Oh, but we have a big family. Yeah, and when she made the lasagna, oh, I I can't help it. I got I gotta go with mama's lasagna as yeah. number three. Nothing wrong with that. I'll I'll keep it simple because I'm a simple man, and my number three would be. Something on the grill, hot dogs, hamburgers. Oh, that's Can't your beat f- it. No, oh, for a cookout. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Just some sort of cookout, get All together right. with the family. All right. Well, I kind of I have a new family, so my new family is a little more Hungarian. A great, amazing shout out to my fiance Eva. Oh, there's and I uh, I gotta tell you, she makes an amazing pork chop, onion, tomato. I swear, I know I taste a little bit of uh, a pickle in there too. We're all wrapped in bacon. It's oh. uh, Hungarian. It's it's absolutely amazing, and oh. it comes out like a meatloaf. Oh, fantastic! Okay, I love it. Hold so, on, don't take away. You're coming yeah. back with number two. <laughs> Just to show you how great my number three really is, I I'm following this up. My number two is my grandmother's spaghetti. Oh, in an Italian family, I mean, you know, grandma's usually number one in an Italian family, and grandma still comes in at number two on this one, and I just. There's nothing you can't say wrong about Grandma's spaghetti. Uh, I like fantastic. it. So, all right, Bry, what's your number two? Well, he's making me rethink my number three now because <laughs> my grandma made something called short spaghetti, and it would be like the elbow macaroni. Oh God, yeah, we call that goulash. Goulash, same thing. Yeah, we call it. And oh God, for her uh, for her sauce, I think she would put like some sort of combination of it was almost like a ketchup and a um, sloppy tomato. joe. It was a ketchup and the tomato soup yeah. uh, mixture. Oh, yeah. It sounds a little white trashy, but... Yeah, it's delicious. Oh, man, I love it. So, that's my honorable mention. My number honorable two mention. is something... Oh, my mom used to make all the time growing up, and I would always request it. But we'd only have it maybe a couple times a year. It was pepperoni bread. Oh. She would put out these 
big things of dough and let them rise all day long and then pull them out roll them up with pepperoni cheese you dip it in uh, marinara okay all right so i gotta tell you so my wife is from the land of the pepperoni bread yeah okay they do theirs a little different they call it pepperoni rolls yeah okay okay and they put the pepper jack cheese in with the pepperoni and they bake it all together and it comes out like a uh almost like a garlic knot uh-huh but you can just oh uh. yeah <laughs> can't go wrong with that there's a heart attack happening right give now. me more all right so my number two when i go down to my home in the beautiful wonderful Coshocton county mm-hmm. i go to my family's spot okay and my aunt makes me shepherd's pie. Ooh. Shepherd's pie for my aunt because it is fresh tomato juice mixed in with all the meat. You got uh, beef and sausage, mixed vegetables, and the top is a garlic mashed potato. Oh, get out of here. Okay. So she does all this. So when you take the scoop out, it's not like... Because everybody does their shepherd's pie different. Like most of the, uh, Irish people do it with like a gravy or just the the beef and corn. Mm-hmm. Okay. What we do, we add in that fresh tomato juice to add an extra layer of flavor into it. So that when you take a scoop out, you get, oh my Lord, I, I can't get enough of it. Like when she makes delicious. it, she makes it, I pff, we're done. <laughs> we're done. You just give me the whole tray. Get the hell out of my road. <laughs> All right, so your number no, you bring oh, it back with number one. Oh, I got What's number better one. than shepherd's pie. Okay, sorry, so, Aunt. <clears throat> so my number one, and I don't get it that often. Mm. Okay, and I brought it up, I think maybe once on this show. My stepfather, who is a huge Browns fan, who got yep. me into the Browns. Yep. Okay. He would make these super burritos. Okay. These things, Bri, were the size of your head. He had to use six toothpicks, you know, the toothpicks, uh-huh. to hold them together as they baked in the oven. Was this pre-Chipotle? Pre-Chipotle. Wow. Okay, so no, he no, no. should have taken that and franchised it. So what he would do, all right, so he, he did all the meat, everything, take the tortillas, and they were the extra large tortillas. They right. weren't. They, they were like the table-sized tortillas. Okay. And he'd wrap everything up, and it was just meat and cheese. It wasn't anything extravagant, anything special. Mm-hmm. He'd roll them up, put the toothpicks in to hold them, melted cheese on top. When you brought them out, you get a scoop of fresh salsa on top, and then you went to town on them. So I you, remember, get, you get your own? Or you get do, your own. Or do they cut them into a, Oh, no, you oh, get your okay. own. Trust nice. me, I had like two or three of them nice. at a time. Hands down, the best thing. Besides that, my honorable mention, and I know it's going to be weird for you guys to hear this, porcupine meatballs. Explain. Okay. So, in a pressure cooker, you take a meatball, and there's rice and other stuff in it, and you cook it in a tomato, almost like a tomato sauce, but it's more of a creamy tomato sauce. Okay. Okay. You take it, scoop it out, and you put it on top of mashed potatoes, is what I always did. So it's almost like a uh, mini meatloaf with uh, uh, a little rice. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's the only way I can explain it. That's but, not bad. But when they... <sighs> that's in a crock pot. That is not in a crock pot. That's oh. in a pressure cooker. Oh, pressure cooker. Gotcha. Okay. Totally different thing. I'll have to try it. I'm All right. For that. Number ones. My number one, um, 
is your number three. It's homemade lasagna. Oh, God. We used so to have good. team dinners at the house all the time, and my mom would just make these giant trays of lasagna, and we would have leftovers for the rest of the week. And I really, I don't know if it's just me, but I rarely have lasagna anymore. Once in a while when I go to an Italian restaurant, Maybe that's a hint to my wife to make it a little more, but she actually forced me to make hey. her homemade lasagna one hey, time. You know it what took could, me three hours. You know what we could do after work? We go to Bubba Gatina's. Oh, they get some, get some lasagna. Yeah, sign me up. Right. I love some Mama Gatina's lasagna. Right. If it's as good as my mama's, I, it, I'm sure from Lauren, I think it's close because <laughs> they got like nine different sauces there. You really? can pick your sauce. All right, Vinny, what's your number one? So, long story short, Mama made a spaghetti sauce that rivaled Grandma's. Yeah. Is it the same as Grandma's? Or a little it, bit different? You know what? It's it's just about the same as Grandma's. She actually kind of thickened it up oh. just a hair more. Oh. Added a tiny bit more spice. She 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 found out many years, many years at eating grandma's sauce. She figured out the secret, and she took took grandma's sauce to the next level. Oh, God, which is absolutely amazing because it's so difficult to take on the original sauce. You know, you can't go wrong with spaghetti and meatballs as a family yep. dinner. Yep. You, you really can't. Yep, you can't, and that's like you know my other uh, honorable mention is we always did a uh, either a beef stew or a roast. Mm-hmm. You know the roast with the potatoes and carrots and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. just sit down and eat as a family. You can't pass it up, right? <laughs> and Mama Sauce is my number one. That a boy for everything. I saw and... you. I saw you texted her. I, you know what? You know what? Not not that I had to. I was actually texting her for crock for, for the crock pot. Crock yeah. pot, yeah. I yeah. saw you texting her. You know, I was like, there there's so many great recipes that Mama has for the crock pot. I'm like, Mama, you give do. Me, what, what do you think that I enjoyed the most? And she goes, Really? You have to ask that. And I, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what that's what the number one ended up being there. So you, I got to tell you guys before we get off of here that my wife picked up, you know, the uh, uh, Campbell's, Campbell's Soups. Yeah. Okay. She picked up a crock pot Campbell's Soup thing that you could make everything out of Campbell's Soups. Wow. So it was like pork chops with the creamy mushroom. You can make it like that. You can make the chicken with the creamy chicken. Like it is a whole cookbook. It is about the size of about, eh, well, I say two inches, but some people say six. Um, uh, <laughs> you say six, some people say two. Yeah, there it is. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, and it's a great cookbook. So if you ever find it, dude, it's I, I've tried a lot of stuff out of it. Like I said, with a breakfast bake and a crock pot, can't go wrong with that. <laughs> well, let me, before we move on, put out a... Uh... Because I do not want to sleep on the couch tonight. Well, I kind of do because there's late football. Um, my wife makes uh, phenomenal sweet and sour chicken. Oh, and hold also on. Breaded sweet and sour chicken? You breaded sweet and sour oh. chicken. Homemade. And that's 1A. Number one is her uh, Parmesan crusted chicken Alfredo. Oh, my God. That you, sounds delicious. You wouldn't even believe it. I'm telling you. It's better last... than any 
Italian restaurant other than maybe Monica, Mama Cantina's. Because I I was over at your place last time, yeah, and uh, she had a whole bunch of vegetables she was washing up for yeah. a salad, yeah. and I'm like, you know, Brian doesn't that eat salad, goes to right? The dog. That's why I thought. <laughs> That's why I thought. All right, well, we are getting ready to sign off here. We also got a, huh? Trivia. Oh shit, the trivia. All right, so I forgot. The Brought trivia. to you by Papa V's. Oh yeah. Brought to you by Curb Appeal Landscaping. Check them out at curbappeal 419com Damn it, Vinny, you are supposed to be in charge of this shit. <laughs> My lord, see what happens when the whiskey takes over? Jesus. All right, so the trivia question for Big Bri. Yeah. Kevin Stefanski had the second worst loss Mm -hmm. since 1999. Can you name me number one and number three? I think I can name you number one. All right, go for it. I was there, and it wasn't pretty, of course, against the Steelers. Um I don't remember the final score. It might have been forty-three nothing, maybe forty-one nothing, something like that. I'm not looking it up, but look it up so okay. that we know. Um, and it was their first game back when they came back from expansion era. It, Ty Detmer was the quarterback. I think he played like three quarters, and then they brought Tim Couch in because they were getting their doors blown off. But yeah, uh, that's the one. And ninety-nine would be my number one guess for number three. Now that I don't know, I I think maybe it's probably since '99, um, but I'm trying to remember when we had really bad teams, and so I'll say, hmm, I'll go with because he was so terrible and he deserves to be on this list. Hugh Jackson, with uh, a couple years ago, was it 2017, 2016, something like that. No. What was number three? Right, so it was number one correct. Number one number one was correct. It was forty three to nothing. Forty three nothing. Yep. Terrible. Awful. You ready for number three? Number three, yeah. It's gonna make you cry a little bit. Okay. Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Oh. Was number three. What was that? But that was that was that seventeen was, points? It was a tie. No, against uh Tennessee last year. Oh yeah. What was, what was the difference in the score? I don't know. I thought it was like 35 to 17, something. 38. Well, Uncle Vinny is trying to find it, but it, it, okay. we're, not, yeah. we're not finding it. It's but probably that's, like 20 That's what points. I heard today. So okay. you had Chris Palmer and Kevin Stefanski mm-hmm. and then Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, yeah. So Stefanski at this better, point right now is worse than Freddie Kitchens. He, yeah, that's... Do you really want to say that out loud? Step your game up, Kevin. Come on, man. There it is. All right. So we're getting ready to sign off now. Now that I got mm-hmm. find us on uh you can find us on Anchor, Castbox, Breaker, soon to be on Amazon. Okay. You don't want to talk about the Indians uh losing every game this week? Uh no, we'll we'll save that for another okay, time. Hopefully they we win. Went, we went Hopefully they have a win. Yeah, hopefully they lost six in a row. We'll, yep. we'll we'll yeah, their offense sucks. Okay, <laughs> we already know that. Sorry, it's Brownstown. Yep, right. I know, I know. All right, so we're getting ready to sign off, and we want to tell you where you can reach us at. You can mm-hmm. reach us at illegal ham to the face at Twitter. Follow us at illegal ham to the face on Facebook. Or illegal him to the face at gmail.com. Reach out to us. Tell you tell us how you think we're doing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you guys like what we're doing because we actually enjoy it, even though you know I'm getting my ass kicked in the vampire league, but G- it happens. Give us a review if you got time. We appreciate so, it. All right. So, Bri, 
Hand the mic over to Vinny. Yeah, you go, man. Vinny, say goodnight. Hey, goodnight. All right, there we go. Bry, give him a God bless. God bless you. God bless America. God bless Cleveland Browns. All right. We are a legal hand to the face. We support our troops, especially 9-11. You know, we got to throw that in there because that happened this weekend, right? Uh, we support our first responders because you guys are amazing and we love everything you do. And we are uncorked, unloaded, and we're out. Thank you. There's Benny. Burr. Burr.